When life bumps up against you, you have the choice to pucker up and put on a sour face or mix it up with ingredients like resilience, persistence, and grace into the delectable concoction only you can serve. We are Greer McVeigh and Whitney Wiley, speakers, authors, and entrepreneurs. We're also sisters, and since we were children, we've made a habit of turning challenges into the lessons and launch paths of our lives. Each week, we'll discuss the recipes that will turn your biggest challenges into the building blocks of the successful and fulfilling life of your dreams. On occasion, we'll include experts and thought leaders who'll join the party and you're always invited to. Join us as we share the sweet highs and sour lows and every drop of life in between. Along with our guests, we help you shake and stir your own lemons into lemon drops. Welcome to the Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops podcast. Hi, and thank you for joining us for this episode of Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. I'm Whitney Wiley. And I'm Greer McVeigh. How are you, Whitney? I am fabulous. Super busy. It is. I've been busy. I've been trying to catch up with you for days. So either trying you're avoiding to... me or you're <laughs> or you're busy. No, I am preparing to leave town. So one of those things that you do when you've got a vacation coming up, right, is you mm-hmm. get all the stuff done so that while you are gone, so while you're away, the mice won't play. And so just trying to get some things done prior to taking off and so wait let me ask is it ask is there some like inverse or some like association like when you travel like newton's laws of physics or something when you travel there's more to do or is it just that you're trying to get everything off your plate because I, I feel like every time I need to travel, all of a sudden, I guess it depends people are asking on, me for stuff. And well, you have a whole other issue, which is boundaries, which we could talk about another time. But, but in general, I guess it de- it depends, right? So, part of the sort of the approach that I've taken to work and life is that what I do, I can do anytime, anywhere from, right, from anywhere. But there are times when I want to make sure that I don't have to do anything. And so that just means being proactive, looking to see what's on the horizon and moving those things forward. And but at the same time, you know, it, there could be a sense of I'm going to be unavailable. That message is out in the universe. And then all of a sudden, people are trying to. Let me get this you know, to her before she get leaves. This, That's what I think happens. That that so. could be. But and I'm not, traveling. That's too. not my particular. That's not my particular challenge this time. It is that I've got some things coming up, and I 
really don't want to, I want to be present for our travel and the time we're going to spend with family. Although 100% of the time that's not going to happen. I am going, I originally was not planning to take my laptop, but that's not going to happen oh, because I've booked oh an gosh. event. I wouldn't even know how to function if I didn't Well, have... I've booked an event that is a couple of weeks after we get back. So it's sort of not an option. So, uh, but that notwithstanding, it's all good. And so to answer your question, not avoiding you, never oh. avoiding you. Oh, thank you. Just in trying to get some things done. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm planning to travel, obviously. It, it, and you'll me. be traveling more than I will. I'm, yeah, <laughs> my I'm travel is a one day. Is a I'm one traveling day travel. a, a whole new to a whole week travel. Yeah, you're. We're going to the same place, and you're flying, and I'm driving, and it's like, what was I thinking? But I am. I've been. Somebody put it in my head, and now I'm trying to figure out how to make it work. I'm going to do a, like a little mini not a I don't know do if it'd a, be a travel podcast, blog while you're gone a, like a travel blog or a series of TikToks uh it's you know I it's think like, you should because it'll be hilarious who you're traveling with exactly oh tales I like from the that. back seat but I, I don't like know that. quite how to I don't know what it should look like or how to do it but that's oh, we that's could talk about plan. that we could talk okay, about let's that. talk about that. So anyway, not here today. No, no, no. Show. Yeah, not so here it, on Lemon Drops. Well, <laughs> but that would be interesting because I'm sure there will be opportunities for life and lemons on your road adventures. And your lemon drops. I might be drinking lemon drops. <laughs> and the, you're going. And you're going to day. have to plan in advance to have some yeah. lemon drops. Yeah, I it'll be sure. after I've done my my drive. <laughs> My my contribution. So anyway, oh. but, uh, speaking of, you know, traveling cross country, stopping, eating in restaurants, dining out, and 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 doing talking, talking on phones and TikToks and all that in the process. Today we're going to talk about. I guess, is it phone etiquette? Is this is that... a thing? Is this even a thing? Is what it sounds thing? like it's a thing. What we're about to talk about? Yes, this whole... Is it phone etiquette? Phone, I, I suppose it's phone etiquette. I'm not sure what it is. I had never heard of it. So why don't you lay out the scenario and then we'll jump in. I, I found the comments on this to be as most comments are in social media, a little hilarious, um, but go ahead, bring it up. And if this is, let's just say this, once Greer explains this, if this is something that has happened to you or you have heard of this, I need to know because I didn't know this was even a thing, but go on. So, well, a friend of mine who has a podcast um, which I don't know that this was part of her podcast or just on her own personal social media, but she does have a podcast called Don't Look Under the Bed. Um, she which posted, is travel is a travel related. It's about podcast. hospitality, hospitality and travel and hotels, and she's in the hospitality industry. 
um, you know, so she's always sort of asking questions about hospitality. What is hospitable? What is welcoming? And what is, um, you know, uh, how do you put people off or, or create distance or not be hospitable? Anyway, she posted um, on online uh, basically an experience someone had had. They were talking on a cell phone at a restaurant and apparently a waiter or a, an employee of the restaurant came over quietly, had some pre-printed cards that said, you know, please don't talk on your cell phone in the dining room or please excuse so it yourself. Please, to, it said, please, out of respect please, for other big old letters. Please, please with an apostrophe. Please. Yes. And in a font that in a finish font, your phone call outside. In a font that was at least four times larger than the other. Yes. Please. <laughs> please. Take your phone call outside. Out of respect for other diners, we ask you to take your call away from the dining area. Thank you. Okay. So the question so is that is that there's is, a is that card. hospitable? What? There's a card suggests that it's a, this is a policy. This isn't it a one time. Well, not the first time. I don't know if it is a policy. Is it printed somewhere? Did I see it when I walked in the front? So door? you having it on a card that you're handing out doesn't make it policy. <laughs> is it on the menu? Is it on the table? Every table with. So what's the with definition of a policy? It has to be publicly known. You have I to. I think it needs. It, I think it needs to be publicly known. That may okay. not be the. That may not be the definition, but certainly your policy. I don't. If I don't know your policy, I can't. I can't comply with it. And you telling me after I have violated the policy, if it is a policy, seems a little. I, I don't like it. Let's, I'll just put it that way. So it seems to me that if this is your policy, that you, one, you should communicate it ahead of time, giving people an opportunity to either avail themselves of another option. Okay. So another dining it, option. Like, I'm not going to leave here then. Of another dining option. Okay. Um, or when you come and say something, at least I will have known about it. And you just- I know I'm breaking to, the rules. <laughs> came to gently reinforce the policy, right? But that you come over in the middle of what was, what was um, explained as a less than 15 second conversation, right? She said that this like ordeal answered the phone and was basically said, I mean, and it went longer than back. Yeah. That, that she said that the call was less than 15 seconds, taking her at her word, the amount of time it would take you to come over and do that. I'm basically done with this call. So the I have lots of questions. <laughs> there are. I don't questions. know if I have lots of questions, but I, I don't have, have questions. Several. I'm just shutting it down. But go I ahead. I have several questions. One is one is is this truly a policy, right? And a policy, um, a definition is a policy is a set of ideas or plans 
that is used as a basis for making decisions, especially in politics, economics, or business. Okay, find a different definition. Okay, a Keep course going. or principle of action adopted or proposed by a government, party, business, or individual. So a course or principle of action, a course of okay. action adopted or proposed by a, by a business. Okay. So these are the actions that we expect. And it does sound like you would need to articulate it you in do some need sort of way. People need to know. They don't have a policy problem is. telling you no shoes, no shirt, no service. Mm -hmm. Right. You see that frequently when you walk up to an establishment there that that policy is at the door saying you need to have a shirt on. Don't come make it. Shoes on. Uh, dogs or pets are not allowed except for service animals, right? So you see other policies. So certainly, if this is your policy, then communicate it at the front end. So th that's sort of that's what your aspect. position sort well, of Well, it's not it's not fully my position, but certainly as it relates to the restaurant. And I think, um, did you mention your friend's name? I don't want to call it. Well, you mentioned her name of her I podcast. I so I guess we could say Robin. I, yeah. I didn't want to talk about her in the abstract, but I didn't want to call her out, but you named the podcast. So um, Robin, it, you know, if, 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 if she's talking about hospitality and customer service and customer experiences, which is one of your things, right? So Correct. thinking about this in the context of customer experiences, this would, as a customer, this would put me off. I don't have- Although some people didn't, were like, oh, I would be okay. And I just would excuse myself. Okay, I'm, That I'm, isn't you and me, but go ahead. That, well- I, Go I don't ahead. have a problem. I don't have a problem not talking on the phone in a restaurant. So it's okay. not from that perspective. For this aspect of this, my problem is that as an establishment, you haven't communicated this ahead of time. That you would send your wait staff over to my table to share this rather than being the manager and coming and doing this, right? So wait staff work by tips as a former, you know, wait staff, me, you, that I would come over and basically chastise a customer who I'm who sort I of need depending, a tip from. <laughs> depending on a tip from, I, I, I think it's a little cowardly. So th th that's another that's cowardly sort of, of management. I think it's cowardly of management. The the, yes. the the server. Okay, go ahead. To to send the, the server to do this. I yeah, that that's just another aspect. That there's a whole other aspect about being on phones in public uh, or being on phones in the middle of a meal or in a restaurant or in closed enclosed spaces. And I think when you and I had a conversation about this originally, you asked the post the question, what's the difference between me being on the phone and me being at a table with someone else? Which gets to, I think for me, the bigger issue. If someone is on the phone 
what business is it of anybody else's in the restaurant? What business mm-hmm. is, is it of you at the table next to me if I, if, and here's the if, if I'm holding a conversation that the the phone is not on speaker, right? So everyone doesn't need to be privy to the conversation. And it's no louder than a conversation that I would be having with the person if, if someone was sitting at the table with me. What business is it of anybody else? Well, for me, the whole thing begins and ends right there. So, and unless the expectation is that if I were, if you and I went to a restaurant, is the expectation that you and I are going to sit there in silence? No, there is no such. There's expectation. an expectation that we're going. You know, obviously, there's an expectation that we're going to have a conversation. And we're going to, but we're going to do it at a moderate volume and, you know, we're going to be reasonable and, and all that. So that, that there's only one end of the conversation is, is not that the problem relevant. It's like, you're nosy <laughs> and you don't know what the other person is saying. <laughs> and, you know, or do, is, does it somehow make people feel uneasy that that person over there is alone and is talking to someone. In this case, the person wasn't alone. The person, as I understood the scenario, the person was with Robin, right? Robin is with this person. They're at a table. No, I don't think she was there. I think, no, I'd I'd have to go back. She says, I'm reading the post. It says, while having lunch with a client, her phone vibrated. She answered, The call was less than 15 seconds, enough to say I'm in a meeting and I'll call you back. The restaurant staff placed this card on the table. Then she asked, what are your thoughts? So taking it it at its word, but okay. Taking the scenario at its word, right? There are two people at a table. The assumption would be at some point they're having conversation with each other. You and I are sitting at a table. We're having conversation. Donovan calls and you pick up the phone and say, hey, hey, Donovan, I'm I'm with Auntie Whitney. Let me call you back. And before you have a chance to finish with that conversation, someone walks over with the card. And what's the difference of you Again, talking it with Donovan and you talking two, with me? If, if it's, if it's, if it's me and you and a phone call, if it's me by myself and the phone rings, that's my point. If it's it, me and what does it matter? People, what is it? None of anybody else's business. But we now live in a society where everybody makes everything their business. Everybody is personally aggrieved by everything. You know, she's over there on the phone, like like it's relevant to anything. Maybe I'm talking to my banker, who's going to give me some money so I can pay your tip. And so I can pick up the check. Or maybe I walked away from the hospital that's across the street for a break and the hospital calling me to tell me whatever I was dealing with at the hospital. First of all, it doesn't matter what the scenario is. It doesn't. That's that's the piece I don't get. So So, some of the people who were, what were some of the comments of the people who were in agreement with this other than, I guess it's polite for the people, 
you know, because yes, you want to create an experience as a restaurant, right? You want to create this feeling of, I guess it's, you know, we're leaving business aside. We're coming here. We're being present. We're enjoying the food and we're doing whatever. And I, I, I get that, I suppose, except if you're dining alone, right? And so let's just take for a moment, the people who dine alone, oftentimes they'll come with a book, right? Or, you know, and they'll read a book or a magazine or whatever while they're eating. I don't personally like dining alone. It's, it is rare that you find me in a restaurant eating alone. It, I mean, like literally like two out of a hundred times, possibly. And that's being generous. I might, I'm more likely to eat at a bar. That might be five out of <laughs> whatever. I'll order food to go and I may sit there and have a drink while I'm waiting for the food. I just don't like eating alone. But when I have, like when I went to, I went to Cancun on vacation by myself for a week, I was on the phone the whole dang on time, right? I mean, I'd go to a restaurant and I think I might've been calling you or texting or whatever, because it's like you're sitting there and, the, you know, and invariably they put you in the middle of the room at a two top. They're not going to give you a big booth in the corner. So they put you in a little two top in the middle of the room and you feel like you're on display and it's like, okay, I need something to entertain me. And so I'm on my phone. Maybe okay. playing words with friends or whatever. That's a whole other issue. <laughs> but if somebody came and handed me, if I was talking on the phone. But that would exacerbate that something. feeling about being alone, for sure. Exactly. So, and, and whether it's that or whether I'm, like you said, I, I'm waiting for this call. Maybe I'm doing a job interview and they're like, okay, we're going to come back for the second round. We'll let you know. Or I, you know, like you said, I'm waiting for some, you know, results from the hospital and they're calling to say oh you know your father's you know in the medicine isn't working so come say your last goodbyes or whatever you don't know what is going on on the phone call i guess is my point and nor so now does you've it matter made, now you've made things so much worse potentially because you're up in my business so now i got to get indignant because you're up in my business. Because I'm going to rip up the card and throw it in your face. Which is probably okay. not. <laughs> That's probably not a, a proper response. That's probably uh, to, not to, the most effective To your thing. point, there were a couple of responses that seemed to agree that it's rude to answer any length of a call at a dining table, including answering texts. This is one person's point of view. Um, because... And here's the thing, right? Because you do a particular thing, you think it is wrong or rude for people to do the opposite of what you do, rather than sort of, how about you mind your own business, right? This person, particular person. So if I do it, then everybody can do it? And then everybody would be on the phone? So, I know that's not quite no, what you just said, but no, I'm No, that is that what I'm saying. You are of the opinion that... I've, I use the phone in a restaurant 
So people should use the phone in a restaurant. My point is there were people who responded who said that it's rude to use a phone yeah, in I a restaurant. Yeah, I don't use the phone in a and restaurant. And so Therefore, other people, nobody should do it. Correct. And it should just be as long as your use of the phone is not disturbing other people the same way if you and I are having a conversation at the table, it is not overly disturbing of other people. But Meaning apparently we're not people are disturbed loud. by the fact that you're doing it at all. Whether are I they can dis- hear you or can't hear you, they just don't like the way it looks. And, and, and that's my point. It's none of their business, <laughs> right? Okay, so, so we've it, solved it, the problem. We, it's none of well, business in the restaurant. It, well, but, but you've got restaurants and apparently this place isn't the only one because other people have said they've seen similar things like that happening elsewhere. I have seen I some signs that say- I don't get it. I have seen some signs that say, you know, we, out of courtesy to our other guests, we, you know, we discourage use of phone and we appreciate if you wouldn't take calls. Or I have seen that. So it is a policy. How, but here is the question of the day. How is my usage of a phone any different than my having a conversation with you? So if I, let's say you and I are seated, seated at a table together mm-hmm. and I took my phone, I didn't pick it up but I answered it. Let's say maybe I had a little ear thing in, you know, mm-hmm. ear, uh, you know, oh, headphones in my ear, okay. a, a pod in my ear, or it was on speakerphone, but not exceptionally loud. And I didn't talk any louder than I'm talking to you right now. And so now there are three of us at the table, you, me, and the phone, but no one knows I have the phone because it's not in my hand. Okay. And so looking, it looks like I'm having a conversation with you. Okay. What's the difference? What's the difference? I think think the thing has to do, I think the issue ultimately has to do with the ambiance in the room and the perception that a phone call with a, a phone conversation with someone not in the room is a distraction to, to the whom? peace and tranquility. How? You and others. How? I'm fine. I'm having a conversation with someone. But it's you're not, not loud. You're not like it, you're not embracing the food. You're not so, enjoying your So having a meal with another person means I'm not embracing the food then. <laughs> By that logic, if well, I'm yeah. dining with you. Right. To your point earlier, if you were dining alone and let's say your significant other was somewhere else and they they were alone because you guys were on business trips and you were separate, but you decided you wanted to have dinner together virtually. Mm -hmm. Right. So he's where he is having a meal. You are where you are having a meal. You guys are having a casual conversation the way you would if you were together in person you're eating your meal you're enjoying you're laughing you're you know but it's not you're not loud and it's not exceptional you know you're not impinging on anyone else what does it matter if well, you're speaking, they you're are there to the choir because I, I don't i don't know i, I I'm, I'm just and, like and, i, I mean because the next step is that you're going to tell me what topics we can talk about 
So if you and I are sitting at a table and we're, you know, lamenting our jobs at our bosses that we can't stand or our, our children, our husbands that won't put the toilet seats down or, you know, the, the latest, you know, mass shooting or whatever, you know, are we, and someone overhears that, right? Because that's where we are now as a society is that you said something that hurt my feelings or that I didn't like or that made me feel bad about myself or that made me feel some sort of way. Therefore, you know, I'm going to um, instigate or compel policy or legislation or whatever that changes your behavior. And your behavior really has nothing to do with me. But if if you're not gonna let me have a conversation at a normal volume, or probably even lower than what than a normal volume would be, if you're if I can't do that because somehow, you know, it just looks it it makes me anxious at my table because it feels like business. It feels like you know, you're on the phone and I, the whole point of me coming to a restaurant is I want to get away from the office and the phones and the ringing phones and the pressures of the world. And I want to come and okay, feel then, like I'm in, you know, in this sanctuary then and be you at your and table. up my vibe. Then be at your table and spud out of my table and what's happening at my table. If that's how you feel, show up, put your headphones on, put put some muffs on and enjoy yourself in your solitude. I, 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 I think your comment was, it was ridiculous. I just think it's unnecessary at, however, at the same time, I do get a being respectful of other diners perspective. Right. But I think it's not because of the phone. It's because of how you are projecting. And so I will say this, this in my pseudo devil's advocate of this conversation. People who are on the phone tend to not be quieter on the phone. They tend to be louder for whatever reason. Like there's no microphone in the as in if, the phone. Uh -huh. and therefore they actually are louder, uh, and they're often saying, "Can you hear me? Did you hear me?" Somebody else is saying, "I didn't hear you." You're repeating stuff, and so then you are disruptive. But being on the phone in and of itself is not an issue for me. Uh, other diners being on the phone in and of itself is not an issue for me any more that, than it is people at another table. When yes. people are loud and obnoxious, I would rather that someone go and quiet someone down. But even that is subjective, right? And one of the things that happens in an atmosphere like that is there's the, the hum and buzz of the room and you have to talk a little louder to be heard, even at your table, because of all the other noise. And that sort of continues to elevate the volume in the room. Which is why, even... what, what, is, what is the, uh, the, the 
app where you Yelp, right? Isn't atmosphere, ambiance, room, noise level, those are categories on Yelp and an open table or whatever. When uh when people critique restaurants, right. those are the things that they talk about. And it maybe I suppose if it was a restaurant that was a very um quiet, low key, but even then your there's conversation, a difference. There's a difference in a conversation at Morton's than there is at TGI Fridays. <laughs> okay. Well, certainly, yes, and definitely Chuck E. <laughs> Cheese. But, you know, TGI Fridays or Applebee's or something like that, right? There, There's a, a decided difference in the noise level at a Morton's or a Ruth's Chris as opposed to a more family-style eating yeah. place. And so maybe that maybe that matters. In that case, maybe it does matter, right? Because in order for you to to have a conversation with someone, there's volume, but there's volume whether they're there or not. And I Which will is say what that it gets I've back been to with for people. Me. I've been with people who have taken calls when they're with me. That bothers me. You and I go out to lunch and you get a phone call and you pick up the phone and not you. I mean, I'm not saying that you've done that, but in this example, and then you answer the phone and then you sit and start chit-chatting and it's like, hello, why am I here? Why are we here together if you're talking to some third person? So I may start just printing up my own cards yeah. and having them <laughs> give them to the person okay. that I'm with. So so and, in the know, end, usually it's like it's it's almost always a husband or boyfriend calling because you know they got to check up on you because they don't know what you. Have so to. in the end, the 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 message should be what to treat people the way you want to be treated. To use your phone in a way that is respectful to other people. The way. You want to be respected by people on the phone. There, there could be reasons that it's important to pick up a phone. Maybe you don't, but maybe you do, right? If I'm in the middle of something and my mother calls, she doesn't call frequently. I'm picking up the phone. I'm sorry, right? There are other people, mm -hmm. the phone would ring and it can wait. My husband is probably one of those people. I'm going to pick up the phone. My mother um if donovan calls if i see a message from Do i'm probably picking up that phone call because he calls so infrequently i'm thinking there's a reason for this call but i i agree for the vast majority of calls that would come in and i and so here's the thing on my phone i have a business line and my personal line if it comes in on my business line i'm likely not to pick it up in the meeting with mm -hmm. a client or someone else so in the end, I think everyone sets their own standards and does what they feel is best. As long as what you're doing does not infringe on other people. And I am not of the belief that my picking up my phone infringes on you unless I'm loud, right? Unless I'm loud and obnoxious, my interacting with my phone has nothing to do with you. 
I think the the sort of the end of the the I mean, at the end of the day, I think the issue is we have expectation about how things should be. Sure. Most of those things are unspoken, agreed upon norms, right? Yes. And that we now have these phones that are ubiquitous doesn't take away from, or it, it doesn't eliminate the, the notion that dining out is a special thing that should be treated with some level of reverence and you should be present and talk to people who are there, not conducting your business or having conversations with people who aren't there. Again, I personally I think it's not, you know, it's not anybody's business as long as you're doing it respectfully and all that. But, and, and I guess this is sort of my devil's advocate, my devil's advocation, right? Because I am thinking that that must be, you know, and trying to imagine the conversation of management staff before they printed up these cards, they've probably gotten a fair number of complaints. You know, maybe even the waiters, if you're on the phone, you're likely to stay longer or maybe you stay longer. It takes longer for me to turn the table or I think you might stay less long because you're distracted. But, you know, I think that there are some behavior, some, um, um, assumptions made about behaviors on the part of the restaurant, the management, the other guests, the whatever. Probably there are people in the past who were on phones who were loud, who were on speaker or who just talked loud, loudly. And as a result, they're like, you know what? We're just going to have this rule. We'll apply it across the board. And this way we don't have to say, oh, you were loud, you're not because that's all subjective. So we just ask if you're here that you don't engage in this particular behavior. Again, I don't agree with it. And I'm like you, if I saw a sign, you know, if you, if that's your policy and you put it on your, on the wall, on the door, on the menu, on the whatever, and I know going in, I have the option of either not staying Right. If I know I'm expecting a phone call that's important and you've got this rule, then then maybe I'm not going to go to the restaurant or I will be prepared to when the call comes in to get up, to excuse myself, go have my conversation and then come back. So I'm willing, I guess I'm willing to play by the rules to the extent I'm willing to play by, play by the rules. So I'll go somewhere the, else. The bigger conversation for me, and and again, it's fine. You can have a policy, restaurant, whatever you you know, whatever your establishment is. You can have your rules, your policies. One, they need to be communicated. But I think in having the conversation, it needs to 
it needs to make sense to okay. me. I, I'm just, because it starts in a restaurant. What's to say the next step is that when you're walking through the grocery store that they tell you you're, you're being on the phone is bothering other people right? Take it away out of respect for the other, the shoppers in the store. There are some stores that are not JCPenney and maybe they want a whole different atmosphere. And so they don't want you talking on the phone, being distracted, not engaging with the, the, um, the, the, the sales associates that are there to be of mm -hmm. service to you, right? Where does this stop is the question, right? In the restaurant, um, and I would say some restaurants more than others, again, a Ruth's Chris, a Morton's, a, you know, a French Laundry, something like that, maybe that makes more sense. And an Applebee's is, it's like being in a bowling alley. What does it matter? <laughs> What does it matter? And so, but it becomes, where does this stop? Where's the, the next place? That so are we going to put our foot down and become the advocates for the phone? I'm are not advocating. Make... I'm not advocating for phones in oh. places. Okay. But oh, I, I it... thought we were going to like no. create a No, campaign I needed and... to make, no. I'm, what I'm saying is I needed to make sense, right? And- Unless you're telling people don't have conversations at tables, I just don't see how it's any different. And because you are someone who wouldn't use your phone at the table, because you know you're so pious and and so respectful that you would, I would never write these comments. I would never use my phone at the table. We have a no phone policy at home, or when I'm dining with people. Because that's the way you approach the world. Why does that have to be the way other people approach the world? And so for me, it's a bigger issue than the phone in and of itself. And then it's a slippery slope. Where does this stop? Where does it end? Um, you on your phone at a sporting event bothers me right? I'm trying to watch the game and you're on the phone and your hands are flying or whatever. It, it, so it bothers me. It bothers me when you're on your phone, when, when I'm walking down the street, what you want to tell people they can't use the phone walking down the street. Right. So it, it just, it needs to make sense. And I think a point you made earlier, which is we are so, no disrespect to Karens, but we're you know, such a Karen full society, right? That we're telling people what they can and cannot do. Yeah, next thing somebody will call the police because you were on the phone at a restaurant. I think it has happened. And they were offended. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it has happened. And maybe that's where this came from. So instead of people asking for the police, we'll just put a card down. Um, I, I think we need to take a step back as a society, take a deep breath and, and ask, why are we so offended by things that other people do to the point that 
we have to have a rule for everything that we have to in, in a society that's supposed to be on the one hand about freedoms and individuality, individuality. the yeah. only time i could be free in an individual is when you give me permission to be free in an individual when that i doesn't don't seem like your a, sensibilities that doesn't seem like a very free society right um and so and why yes why does your sensibility get to be the one that governs it trumps all I guess if it's my restaurant, my rules. And put it on the wall and I will go next door to Applebee's where it's nice and loud. <laughs> on a date <laughs> and have night. My, and have my phone conversation. So with that, I don't think we solved anything, but it was a fun conversation to have nonetheless. I hope you found it fun and interesting. Something to think about. Right. Maybe this is a, a conversation for you to have with the people in your life, the those closest to you. Um, what are your phone rules? What are your phone etiquette rules when you are home and dining, when you are out in public and dining, when you are shopping or doing any manner of other things? What what are your phone rules? And Regardless of what you think applies to you, what do you think should apply to other people? Because we all know it's always the other people, right? Wait, it's let me, never let us. Me, I know we're winding down. Let me just throw this one last little thing in there. So if somebody is at the table next to you choking and you pick up your phone to dial 911. Put the phone down. Oh, okay. So it's like, you can't take, take have it call away both from ways and always. It's like it's one or the other. Well, and if you can you be can, like, yeah, you can break the rules as long as it benefits me. You can pick up the phone and call 911 out there, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to call 911 right here. This was you a could fun do it somewhere else. <laughs> you could do it somewhere else. Right. It would you know, it's funny you brought that, not funny, haha, because it it was a sad. But in when I was uh, a decade ago now, um, last night of class for a particular class or pretty close to the end of school, uh, our professor had a heart attack in the middle oh, no. of, had a heart attack in the middle of class. And it, it, like handful of us, you know, some people went to help, handful of us picked up our phones to call 911 to, to get some help right? Mm -hmm. um, and phones weren't allowed in class. So there are obviously time and place for everything. And I don't discount that. Um, and, you know, so at least they're not banning them and collecting them at the door and say, you well, can pick it up on your way out, which would preclude maybe timely help for something like that. So anyway, um, as I was saying, we would love to hear your rules around this, your thoughts uh, around this. Is this something that you've seen happen in an establishment that you've been? I've not seen this practice. I had not heard of it until I saw the post. Um, but if it's something that you've heard of, would love to hear from you. Share with us, drop in to the Facebook group and share your thoughts on this. And let's see if we can't 
let's let's solve the world's problems in the lemon drops facebook group i think <laughs> we can do that we've got we've got a good collection of people with broad ranges of experience and we would love to hear your thoughts on this so until next time keep your phone in your pocket and take care Thanks for joining us for Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. If you like our show, please share with your friends. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on whatever platform you listen to this podcast. Your questions, comments, and feedback are welcome. You can find out more about us at lifelemonslemondrops.com. 